It's time for your journey to better health. We have Dr. Brad Shapiro in with us from Ultimate Health Chiropractic with special guests. And, Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we are not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please see, seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's a chiropractor like myself, physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. And with that, we'll go ahead and mention our sponsors, too. We have Unstoppable Church, headed by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. A uh, great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service. And then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. You can reach them at 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And they are doing Sunday morning services. And our second sponsor is our awesome guest, uh, Josh and Lindsay Conrad. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good How are you guys? Good. How's doing it great. going? Great. Oh, doing great. Uh, so Pastor Josh and Lindsay, they are the uh, the pastors of, at our church, Abundant Life Assembly of God, right here in, uh, is it considered Winchester or Cowan? I should probably know that. Yeah, I think it's Winchester. Winchester. Okay. That's but, what I thought. Uh, yeah. We we hang with Cowan. <laughs> hang with Cowan. I'm part of the Cowan Ministerial Association. I'll throw a little plug in there. So. There you go. We've been told that anything on the other <laughs> side of the highway that bypasses is considered Cowan, and we didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't either. Information yeah. to us. <laughs> it is 37398. Yes, code, though, it's the so Winchester. According to the post office, I'm pretty sure it's Winchester. Winchester, I yes. got gotcha. But, yeah. What, uh, so what's on your all's heart? <laughs> I know we talked a lot about uh, revival. Oh, um, gosh. We're probably I think that, all revivaled out, aren't we? <laughs> like, been well, I think, and, I think it would be, um, I think a lot of people hear that term, revival, yeah. but they don't really understand what it means. Oh, um, how would you kind of communicate what that even means? Or um, I know that's a... Josh has a great definition. I can't Absolutely. Remember, I can't even remember it unless I have it in front of me. Like I, I'm, uh, So really, revival, though, is for the church. You know, yes. Lindsay always says you can't be revived unless you've been vived. So there you go. It's a resuscitation kind of a CPR for, for the church. Jesus... Oh, in Revelation, you know, he talks about, you know, have this against you. He's talking to, I think it's the church of Laodicea. I may be wrong about that. But one of the yeah. churches, and, he, you know, he says, look, I've got this against you. you got a lot of good things going for you. Yeah. But this one thing I have against you, you know, you you need to return to your first love. You need okay. to do the things you did at first. You've fallen out of love with me. Yeah. <clears throat> in the church, it, it tends to happen over time, doesn't it? You know, yeah. If oh, yeah. We, we're Christians for a while. We hear the same. We hear John 3.16 and it doesn't move us like it did when we first got saved. You know, yeah. For God so loved the world, He gave His only Son, right? Yeah. And, and it doesn't move our heart anymore, and so we need to be revived. We need to fall. We've fallen out of love with our with our first love with Jesus, and yeah. we need to be revived. And so, in revival, you know, <clears throat> there's some things we can do. I think for revival to take place, yeah. I mean, we obviously we pray. Um, you know, we live a life set apart for the Lord. But I feel like revival is a sovereign move of God. Yeah, we, we ask for it, but it's really up to Him for Him to to bring it. Yeah, um, and we see, we've seen that at Asbury. I mean, you know, yeah. we just had a handful of students praying. The guy gave a a sermon. And he would you say he texted his wife and said, "Well, that was my latest stinker of a sermon. Yeah. <laughs> that was my latest." Yeah, he didn't think it was anything of note. You know, yeah. really, yeah. Uh, but then the Spirit of God showed up in in a profound and marked way. Okay, that drew people to to him and so okay. 
revival in a way we have a we have a responsibility to do certain things you know yeah. to to ask for it to ask for and to you know pray but but it's up to God and so yeah some things that I, I've we've written down here she found it for me yeah is in revival when it happens when revival begins to take place it's marked by like personal repentance yeah so you yes. repent you have a longing. For holiness, once again, you want yeah. to look like Christ. You want to act like Christ. You want to talk like Christ. You want to be like. You yeah. want to be the salt of the world. How would you? What's the definition of repentance? Because oh. I think a lot of people don't understand that. I mean, oh, they think gosh. they do, but um, yeah. you know, the idea of, of turning away from sin versus, yeah, um, I guess fixing things. Or I don't think a lot of people really understand what that means. To, well, it's yeah. not just asking for forgiveness. That's right. not that's not only what it is. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess that's what I'm trying to yeah, get. At. Yeah. It would be to recognize that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. And yeah. then to yeah. stop doing that and yeah. do something different. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, so to change your mind, it really it you know it means to turn around. Yeah. It means to change your mind and um and to you know to change your behavior. You know, Jesus Jesus did not say, Hey, can I just join in and fit in? wherever wherever you can fit me you know can yeah. i just kind of jump into what you've got going on mm-hmm. i'd love to try and fit into your plans i just i would love to be a part of it yeah. no he said turn and follow me yeah. which means to stop in the direction that you're going yeah. to turn around and follow him and then his plans become your plans yeah his thoughts become your thoughts his his behavior becomes your behavior to turn and follow me um so that's a great insight too yeah that makes me think about the correlation between repentance and intimacy sure you know to follow me to come with me to be with me yeah you know yeah he's not looking to fit into what you've got going on yeah we fit we fit where he tells us to fit we go where he tells us to go we do what he tells us to do we drop it all yeah you know um and and, and no, it is good. it is sacrifice, and you know, to be followers of Jesus, you know, we're called to to do that. We're yeah. called to lay it all down and to throw it all away if we have to yeah. to follow Him. You know, you might lose family, you might lose friends, you might lose a career, yeah. you might lose, um, you know, anything and everything. But it's it. Um, Paul says that it's garbage. Yeah. You know, he says yeah. that it's garbage. Um, you know, compared to knowing Jesus. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's good. that's the truth. You know, that's the truth. It's all garbage. Yeah. Um, because this world will go away, and uh, and I would much rather be ready for eternity yeah. than ready for tomorrow. Now that makes me think about. It. I've been going through the Book of Job some, oh, and wow. when he reaches that point where he's like, you know, no matter what happens, Lord, I don't care if. You know, it even gets worse, and it already yeah. has gotten really bad yeah. for him at that point. Yeah. You know, he lost uh, family and uh, money and just, I mean, everything you can imagine. He lost it all. Um, but he basically says, you know, no matter what, I'm going to I'm gonna love you, and I'm going to trust you. And um, I think it's, a part of it is just getting to that point. I remember I heard a pastor talk about you get to a point where you're like a gambler, where you're just all in. You're you know, all in. You're all, all in, in yeah. no matter what it looks like. Yeah. That's a pretty surefire gamble, though. It's, yeah. It's yes, not, yes, yes. There's not a lot of risk. It's a sure bet. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it is a change of mind. Yeah, it's a um, change of mind. Sorry, I got off on a no, thing. No, 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 no that's great. <laughs> yeah. no, that was good. It is a change of mind. You know, like even, I think it's the King James Version, uses some versions say change of mind, but like um, when when the Israelites were just acting foolish, you know, like yeah. they were worshiping a golden calf. And, and God is like, I've had enough of these people, Moses. I'm ready. Let me just destroy them, mm-hmm. and I will just start over with you. And Moses cried out on behalf of the people. And the word that I think King James uses is that God repented. 
Like he, I know how it works. Theologically, I don't get. He, yeah. well, it means he changed his mind. He yeah, said, yeah. Okay, he, I changed my mind. But to change your mind takes power. Yeah, right. And not natural power. And that's yeah. the thing. People try that's to good. repent with the, the Bible. And, and God's grace is supernatural. It takes a supernatural power and strength. Yeah. To repent. Yeah. To change your mind. But that grace is available, and there has to be a willingness to repent. And I preached on this yesterday, but there's so much of the church nowadays looks like the culture of the world. And that's not what God has called us to. He says we are not of this world. We are separate. We are sanctified. And it's the Word of God that does that through the supernatural empowerment of His grace. But we have to be willing to receive it. We have to see sin is sin, uh, like you were talking about. And there is a huge... Uh, just move now to take certain scriptures in the Bible and say, well, I just don't interpret it that way. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? You don't get to interpret it your way. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah. You don't get to superimpose your morals upon what God has already established. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're trying to put yourself in the in the seat of God. But it takes, a, it takes a grace. It takes a supernatural yeah. power. And people uh, have to be willing to receive that power. And, and, and repentance is something that can happen Mm -hmm. it is possible now i think that's a great thing to meditate on is it's a change in your thinking it's a change in your mind something that you can't do on your own right um you know the bible talks about how a lot of these things seem foolish Mm. you know until your mind has been changed yeah Um, and i definitely remember that before i was saved and there's still areas i mean i'm for sure growing in my my mom used to always say there was Always some things oh, yeah. in the Bible that we all wish were not in there, mm. but oh. we can't change it based on our oh, personal yeah. preferences, like what you're talking about. Uh, we yeah. can't change the, the Word of God. It, it is what it is. And I just want to say this real quick. I, yeah. I think people need to also understand that um, when we think of repentance, you know, immediately people start to think about these gigantic sins, drunkenness, right. homosexuality, yeah. you know, what, whatever, you know, yeah. drug addiction. But... I have areas in my life that I am actively repenting in. Yes. You know, yes. it feels like it's harder though, like jealousy, mm-hmm. envy. You yeah. know, let's talk about those things. You see something that maybe God is pouring His Spirit out in the Asbury, and you're yeah. like, "Well, God, I've been praying for this. Right. You know, how come not in my? You know, even though I think we are in revival, but yeah, there's you know, and you start to say, oh, there's jealousy in me, there's envy in me. In Galatians five, that stuff, jealousy, yeah. envy, strife, it is right there alongside drunkenness. Yes, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Right, it does. And so what no, do I do? Good. I say, God, I don't want. Starts with I don't want this in me. This mm-hmm. is not something I'm invited. I don't want it in me. Yeah. So Father, I know Your grace is sufficient. Let's get it out. Begin to take me through this process of repentance. Yes. And then I'm not saying jealousy will never be there, but but when you look at something that used to prompt jealousy in you mm-hmm. or used to tension, it's not there anymore. You're like, wow, my mind has been transformed in this yes. area. Yes. Definitely. No, that's good. And we like to rank sin, too. Wow. Well, that's well, part of what I was thinking about. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. we do. We yeah, do. this is terrible, but uh, yeah. this little white lie told, not right. a big deal. Yeah, not you a know. big deal. People have asked, um, you know, well, I got rid of the big stuff. How do I know yeah. what what else to do? I don't yeah. know what else to get rid of. And, you know, I always say you need to read the Word. Yeah. You need to read the Bible because the Holy Spirit will reveal to oh, you yes. the things that you need to be refined in. Those things, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, and you were talking about grace. You know, we, we talk about grace and, and it's a, it's right. a hard concept for some people to understand. But, um, you know, we say grace is favor. Grace is undeserved favor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but 
uh, something that stuck with me. John Bevere actually said this. He's a, a famous author and speaker. Um, but he said, grace is the ability, is the power mm-hmm. uh, from God to do the things you can't do on your own. Mm. And um, and so that's the power from God. You can't the, to do the things you can't do on your own. So that means overcoming those things that have been strongholds in your life. Those oh, things good. that have kept you stuck in a cycle for your whole life. And it's those cycles, um, you know, that that keep us from uh, taking ground and, and moving forward. Um, we go, you know, two steps forward, two steps back, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And um, and it discourages. Everyone, including believers, but when we take hold of grace, um, that gives us the power to do the things we can't do on our own. Yeah, it gives us the power to overcome sin um, and and to overcome you know any of those things, any attacks from the enemy, any of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've got to take hold of grace. And, and people just want repentance to be easy, and it's not an easy thing. No, it's not. A, it's a hard thing. You got to yeah. be willing to to do it. You got to be yeah. willing to put the action. Yeah, and I, I think this is probably going to be a convicting message for a lot of people. I mean, I know it is for me. I mean, you think yeah. about, I mean, there's certain things that I'm still working through. Yeah, that just, you know, I mean, yeah. no, and I mean, always be that way. Exactly. Yeah. Until you die. Exactly. You are in that sanctification <laughs> process. Yeah. It's always right. going to be that way. That's Absolutely. the thing. And so, you know, you were saying something, uh, Josh, earlier about, you know, how people have wanted to twist that scripture to kind of suit themselves. And, you know, that's actually called idolatry. Yeah. When we make God into an image that suits us, mm-hmm. you know, that say, well, I, you know, I don't want to worship a God that doesn't accept blah, 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 or, yeah. you know, my God would never do that. Well, actually, there is only one God. There's yeah. only one true God. Right. And um, he didn't really consult you, <laughs> you know, on anything. Yeah. And so it's it's what the word of God says. And right. that's what we go by. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's his stance on things. And so when we when we create a God to suit our um, compromise or to suit our mm. what makes us comfortable, yeah. that's idolatry because that's not the true God. Um, so you're, wor- you're worshiping oh, a God that's in your own image. You're yeah. worshiping a God that's in you yeah. know an Paul, image that you decided to create. Paul would call that doctrines of demons. Yeah, doctrines yeah. of demons. Yeah, he does. Okay. Every he does. every of this. Yeah, let's just get people. Let me get everybody. Yeah, let's make everyone mad today. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's, just, every, it's good. People every, need to hear this. Stuff. Every other religion, <laughs> whatever it is, that that is not. Christ-centered. You know, it doesn't follow the essential doctrine of Christ being crucified, atonement for our sins, mm-hmm. virgin birth, resurrection. Every other religion, it, that's doctrines of demons. There is a demon behind it. Yeah. There is the God of this world behind it. Little yeah. G, Saint, it's Satan. Yeah, yeah. And that's just what I, yeah, <laughs> that's the true. truth, man. That's true. And that's why it's you have truth. to measure things against the word. Against there's the even word. there's even examples of that uh, within what some people think is Christianity. Right? Oh, hundred you know? percent. I mean, right. it's just For um, sure. so we got to measure it against the word. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good stuff. You guys have my yeah. mind pinging all over the place. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought you brought up a great point, Lindsay, in terms of spending time in the word. Yeah. Um, for sure. Oh yes. I know that I feel, you know, I go through seasons where I'm spending more time in the world and and other times where I'm not spending as much. But in those seasons where I'm spending more time, I just feel so much more sure-footed and grounded. And, um, and you know, one of the things I think about with this stuff, too, is is that's why it's so important to be plugged into a local church. For sure. Um, A big part of my prayer life right now is just 
where's that balance between being grounded in your local church but going out into the world, right. you know, and you have to you have to have both. And it's easy to get out of balance. I know I have before. Yeah. Um, and so it's just uh, to be grounded in that local church will be will ground you in that um, good, solid doctrine, word yeah. based um, and make things like repentance and, and some of these things just easier to identify and easier to move forward with. Yeah, yeah. I don't really see it as a balance issue. I yeah. see it as an issue of harmony. I think the two yeah. go together. Yeah, yeah that's I, a good. Yeah, that's I a think, good word for it. I think, yeah, uh, you're talking about, you know, um, God calls us, he calls us the salt in the light of the world. Yeah. But the salt's got to come out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, yeah. It has to. That's we're true. We're all congregated, you know, together and we're all salty in our own environment. Yeah. That's not doing any good. We got to get out into this world, into, in, you know, into the culture and be, and be that season. Yeah. Um, but we do that everywhere we go. You right. know what I mean? We do that every day of our life. And, and being grounded in a church is important. Um, you know, coming together on Sunday for that corporate experience because you get yeah. the encouragement of the saints. You assembling yeah. together. The Bible even tells us not to forsake that. But yeah, but 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 some people they have to understand that that a walk with Christ is is a lifestyle. It's every mm-hmm. day. It's moment by moment. Yeah. It's not. Some people have this idea. Well, I went to church and I I, I checked that I box. Checked yeah. that box and yeah. I'm good now. I did my hour, whatever, two hour service. Yeah. But man, it's 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 harmonized. Is that the right word? What? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think I think you bring up a great point that you know Jesus was not all about balance. Yeah. He wasn't like, well, let me fit this this part into this part, and then yeah. on the other side, I'm going to fit my relationship with Jesus, and it's going to be balanced. Yeah, he was very imbalanced yeah. in terms of the world's perspective. He That's was true. all in. Yeah, you know, it yeah. was all it was all all you know. Christianity, because I mean, he was Christ. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but it was all about the Father. It was all about you know um, uh, living you know this sanctified life. It was all about the sacrifice he was making. It was all about Jesus. You yeah, know? yeah. And so when we when we live, you know, um, and it's you know um, Bill Johnson. Some people don't like him, but yeah. um, he had a really great point one time. His one of his worship leaders, who is a mother, oh, yeah. she said. You know, she said, well, you know, I've got to take off my worship leader hat and put on my mom hat. Yeah. And um, he stopped her right there and he said, no, no, no. He said, it's all worship. Yeah. He said, always keep on your worship hat. Yeah. You know, it's all worship, whether you're working, whether you're working in a, you know, a secular job, Mm -hmm. whether you're, you know, taking care of children, whether you're, you know, leading worship, whether you're in church. It's all worship. Yeah. So never, ever, ever take off the worship hat. Never take off the servant hat. Never take off that hat that says, I'm a Christian. Yeah. Because it's, it should be very imbalanced in terms of the world's perspective. Sure. No, we I are agree. all in with Jesus. All in with Jesus. Yeah. And um, and so everything that you do is filtered through the um the 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 Christianity filter, mm-hmm. the Jesus filter, you know, yeah. every encounter that you have, every job, every uh-huh. everything should yeah. be filtered through uh Jesus, you know, and how how can I minister to this person? What does this person need from you, Jesus, yeah. that I can give them, you yeah. know, um because I have the Holy Spirit living within me. Yeah. Every yeah. encounter that you have, yeah. um whether you're in the supermarket or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. What do they need? You know, what are they missing yeah. from your experience, their experience with you, Jesus? Yeah. What are they missing that they need right now? Um, 
So it's very actually a very imbalanced life if you want to, yeah. you know, if you want to look at it from yeah. that perspective. So yeah. harmony is good. I mean, yeah. I like I like that word. Good, um, that was a good idea. Homo- homogenized? <laughs> Let's not try to make stuff up. Isn't that what happens in milk? Homogenized? I don't well, think so. I don't I'm think that means what you think it means. I don't know. <laughs> if, in part, I, I guess, you know, part of what I was talking about, too, and this is a harmony thing, but some people take on the Lone Ranger perspective. Oh, man. You know? Oh, um, yes. Yes. Versus, you know, or some people just want to stay in the safety of their church. Right. Um, right. And it's, uh, oh, man. there's got to be a harmony or, um, I mean, I'm still comfortable with the word balance to a certain degree. <laughs> no, but, no, 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 no. But, no, uh, I, sure. but there's a, there's an ebb and flow with, um, with that, that I think feeds into harmony. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, part of the way I've been discipled, you know, through you guys and through, you know, Miss Margaret and people like that is just watching out for those pitfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the pitfalls is just that that Lone Ranger thing oh. or that I'm only comfortable in the safety of the church thing. Right. Um, and there's a there's a harmony or a balance. Yeah. Or, sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I know that kind of goes off into a tangent. Yeah, or I'm only comfortable in my denominational stream. Yes, yeah. I, that drives me nuts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, no, man. And we just think about how many, I don't even know how many churches are in Franklin County. Yeah. But, and I know this is, we've talked about this for years. Pastor Jerry talked about this for years. Probably the pastor before him talked about this for years. But, yeah. but what if all the if the body really did come together it feels in many ways like we're disjointed you know yeah yeah what if we did really come together and we really should that really should be taking place outside of the church yeah uh anyway people should be the hands and feet of christ yeah they should be singular in purpose you know looking for every every conversation should be redemptive in purpose. Yeah. And, and yeah. you do a really good job of that, I think. You know, Absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Every conversation you're having with people, you're thinking, okay, what needs to be redeemed in this? How does it, yeah. Yeah. How does yeah, you do that, Brad. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I do, but there's just always more we can learn. You always, know? man. Um, yes. I mean, it's... um. Yeah, I mean, I, it's very rare for me to do a radio show or an interaction with a patient or whatever where yeah. it doesn't come up in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, at the very least, they're going to hear worship music when they walk into the clinic. Right, you know? right. Um, but I think it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's some of my favorite aspects of the Holy Spirit, and I've mentioned this several times in the past, are just the warnings, you know, and I think okay. there's, I think there's, um, a warning in this stuff too because you know even revival i think it you know there's people that are going to try to pervert it oh, um, yeah, sure yeah i think there's um there's an accountability aspect yeah. um i don't know i mean i don't even know how to communicate what i'm trying to say but i just i guess i would caution you know people to remember that you know even revival and some of these things are so exciting we just got to be careful because it can get perverted it can yeah. get you know, there's certain people that are going to try to twist the scriptures around it. or Right. Um, yeah, there's plenty of videos yeah, uh, yeah. talking about how Asbury Revival is, you know, it's not, not the real deal. Yeah, it's demonic yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, I guess that's what I'm I trying mean, to say. It's just like, give me a break, yeah. you know. And, and you know, I, I told this to somebody who was saying, hey, I want your opinion on the revival uh, happening in Asbury. And I said, I really don't. Yeah. I really don't have a an opinion on it because yeah. God didn't ask me. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He didn't consult me he's about it. He's doing it. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. doing it. So We're out of yeah. time, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys want to get the vitals of the church real quick? Sure. We are yeah. located at 3310 Cowan Highway in Winchester. Woohoo! Uh, 
Um, and uh, we have Sunday morning services at 1030. Uh, and then we have Wednesday evenings at 6 p.m. Uh, we do a, a Bible study. Uh, but every first Wednesday of the month, we do a worship and ministry night. So that's happening this coming Wednesday. We have food pantry every second uh, Thursday of the month at 1.30 p.m. Uh, it's a drive-through service um, and lots of other amazing things. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram uh, by searching ALC Winchester. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. It was always right, fun. Thank and you. Make sure you guys tune in the fourth Monday of next month. We'll have uh, Josh and Lindsay back and always a great show and hope you guys have a great rest of your day. All right.